Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites and our mates over at Elites Breaks. Hit them up on Facebook or Instagram or find them at www.elitescards.com.au. My name's Corey and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo-choo! That's right, Corey. The Bombs Express is back. I miss more than other premieres. And I can't believe I'm saying that. But, uh, well, it is what it is, Corey. Where can listeners find us on social media, though, mate? It is up on uh, Twitter and uh, Patreon at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites. Bombs, they are the premiers. They are the reigning premiers. They, it was a well-deserved little premiership. Um, yeah, it's, they're a hard team to talk about, though, Bombs. Definitely a hard team to talk about. Uh, you got any cash cows for me on these guys, or? Corey, I'll, I'll, I'll cut you some slack. I'll cut the listeners some time-wasting opportunity here, and it's not often I do that, but I reckon we should skip over any value players, any any cash uh, any cash cows, uh, or any of those, and just move straight to premiums and outlandish statements, Corey, because they offer nothing. Everyone is rightly priced. You could talk about you know, Lever or May or Salem or any one of these players, they're not top six defenders, Corey, particularly not with DPP coming in. They're not going to go out and average 105, are they? No, they can all piss off. Um, anyone they've sort of, you know, sort of blooded in the last little period of time, uh, you know, they're all valued at a lot more than 123K. So we're not going to be picking these Melbourne players at like 200 or 250, are we? I'll assume not. Yeah, I mean, we think not. And and you know what? If someone gets us by surprise, then so be it. But I reckon let's just go straight to premium. What about Corey because... Andy Mooney's Wakefield? Who? 102k midfielder. Mooney's Wakefield. Oh, my God. Don't they? They picked up a wide loading, didn't they? Yeah, Taj. Hey, he's not going to play Corey's fair income. And, uh, and and that little ranger at half back, he's priced at like two fifty. What's his name? Bowie. Yeah, he's. Oh, man, can't, we're not picking Bowie, are we, Corey? No. no. That'd be foolish. So let's, yeah, just, let's just get look, straight. I agree with you. They're a team that um, that they won the premiership. They'll probably go with a very similar team, and I couldn't see too many. You like you said, might get some here or there, but unless we're getting a donut, I'm probably not risking starting with any uh, any rookies that are getting selected in that Melbourne team, that's for sure. Uh, you wouldn't feel confident that they'd remain in the team, would you? No chance. No. Mm. And that's why you've just got to say piece of it. Like bar injury. Look, let's speak of bar injury. I mean, and, you know, fucking, what's his name? Uh, the other Ruckman, jeez, God. Luke Jackson. You know, great final series and... You know, good granny, but you're not going to... I don't think you're going to go Luke Jackson, not where you got big Maxi Gorn sitting there up forward. Have you seen the percentage of ownership of Luke Jackson, Corey? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. Look away now. It's 9%. No way. That's just fucking people that have watched the yeah. final series. Yeah. And look, he's done well in the grand final. You know, he turned the game when it needed it to be turned. And, you know... For me, that's probably why more reason to not pick Gorn than it is to pick Jackson, because he's not going to go from seventy-one to one hundred average. Yeah, well, let's let let's chat. Let's just go straight to the big boys chat, and we will go with Maxi Gorn. It's for me. It's I'm not touching big Gorny. The Luke Jackson factor just worries me a little bit too much, and it's not so much that Gorny's not the best out there. I think it's just the fact that 
super coach wise, they're going to experience, you know, they're going to play with Jackson in the ruck a little bit more and Gorn around the ground. And although he's great around the ground, I just think it's going to impact the score really, especially for the dollar value that he starts at. So, you know, me, someone who's big, I've been talking about Wits and Proust and that kind of setup. And, you know, that they, yeah. they help you get to Gorn when Gorn drops price and, you know, you get a little bit more mm-hmm. and, you know, we're going to breach that gap. So that might be an easier trade later down the track to, you know, to get Big Maxi if you still even want him at that stage, just depending on what happens. Luke Jackson becomes viable if Gorn goes down injured and, and vice versa. If Jackson was injured or out of that team, Gorn's stocks skyrocket again. Um, but for me, it's just, I can't start the year with him. No, neither can I. And he's still my top two ruckman, Gorney. Um, But uh, I just, you touched on it just before. You know, you're prusing your wits. I think they use those as your stepping ladders. You know, particularly wits who's been relatively durable and according to you, he's an average 100 plus for you. But I'm, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. But, um, you know, you're just going to make that, you know, simple one down, one up between wits and Gorn at some point there. I think Gorn is. You know, he's priced at 120, and it's probably been a long time since he's averaged under 120, let's face it. He went 130 a few years back, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. As well, I would have thought. And, you know, he's a walk-up VC kind of option as well. So, um, but I think there's probably enough VC options early on in the year to, to warrant not starting Big Maxi, which is where I'm heading, but still think he's top two, so it's weird to say. Yeah, and I, you know, you know me, I think he's just going to be out of that top two now. I think it's going to be Big Darth and... Um, Grundy this year and you know that, that and uh, the big part of that is the Luke Jackson factor same by 36% that's higher than what I thought it would be yeah Grundy's owned by 36% as well so it's either you know teams picking one or the other or teams have gone 36% of teams have gone literally both of them mm-hmm. there you go um, Clayton Oliver my friend watch yep, your, Clayton your... Oliver Year two of football, average 111. Then he went 114.7, 109.5, 122.5, 123.5. And I just think, Corey, we are about to get, within the next four years, there's going to be at least two of them where he really pushes at an absolute minimum 127.5 averages. But I really think he's like a couple of consecutive years at 130. It's just an absolute no-brainer, isn't he? I mean... He doesn't miss football, man. Yeah, 627. Either. He just plays every single year. He's just 672. Super, super consistent. They've built a powerhouse midfield now with, you know, Petrarca, Oliver, Gorn. Like, it's... As a trio, they're just absolutely amazing. That Petrarca, Oliver, one-two punch is just incredible. They're... Their fitness is through their roof. You talk about durability. I mean, he played with what was a broken thumb or broken um, hands or whatever yeah. the hell it was that he played through. For me, he's miles ahead of any of those top tier, you know, Took, McCray, um, fucking Steel, you know, Titch. Like, he's just, he's the first picked midfielder there. The, the kid is an absolute weapon. Yeah. He gets a lot of stick for being a cockhead on the field, but he's a top bloke off it, and I'm a big Clayton Oliver fan. Oh, man, it just, it just, you just, it's a moral, I think, for the next three, four years, no matter the price tag at the start of the year, just starting. And it's just, like we talked about the Titch thing, it is durability. Yeah. Like, 22, book, pencil it in, you know you're getting it. Yeah. Look, that, I want to lead across to his partner in crime, in Christian Petrarca Bombs, and I'm going to read... You know, I'm going to make stats seem friendly to me again. Um, in the last two years, 29 of his, uh, what was it, 29 of his 
142 games, I think it was. Yeah, 13 of them have been 100-plus, with a lot of them being above 120. So he goes quite well. Besides the 53 he scored back in 2020, uh, that wet game that they lost to the uh, Swans in round 15, um, his next lowest score is 78. So he's just uber consistent, smashes them out. There's, what, last year, three scores or four scores under 90. Fucking two, three more of them being in the 90s and then the rest all 100 plus. He's got such a beautiful ceiling. You know, he's that kind of player that when he does go over 100, it's normally 130, 140. There's not too many, you know, between that 100 to 110 mark. Since round nine last year, and I'm going to be a little bit cheekier again for Mr. Petrarca, he averaged 120, including that final series. So, you know, that's a, what, 17-week sample size where he had four scores under 100 there, the lowest being uh, 85, and it was 92, 94, 96. Petrarca, for me, is just one that, you know, when I started stat hunting, the evolution of a player... And, you know, we, we talk, you, you read off Clary's numbers before as they come out. He just gets better and better and better and better. His 25s became 27s. His 27s become 30s. And now, as you're seeing in the Norm Smith winning game, he can go get 39 disposals. You know, he's had games with 38 disposals before, 36. He's got no problem finding the pill, even with, you know, the PIC next to him. They've got Grundy who oh, Grundy, they've got Gorn who just puts it on an absolute platter for both these guys. They're contested beasts, they're clearance kings, they're so good around the ground. But, you know, Petrarca can go forward and kick goals. There's no he is the powerhouse of the AFL at the moment. You know, the the, the days of Dusty are gone. Like it, it is Christian Petrarca. Good luck stopping him. He's an animal. He's so strong and he's finally that body of work's coming together for him. And I know a lot of people hate looking at the combo of two premium Melbourne players in the midfielder. I get that. It doesn't look sexy on paper, but if one was a defender and one was a midfielder, you'd have both. Um, And I just think that coming into the season at 606K or whatever he is, I I think he offers a little bit of value there for for what he can output, especially at that back end of the year, like we spoke about with Titch the other day. And I am seriously considering the Clayton Oliver, Christian Petrarca, one-two punch to start the season by Supercoach. Yeah, I'll wait and see on Petrarca because I'm not sold. On what? Basis. Um, sold on his scoring output. So there's too many scores underneath 100 for me, first of all. I, um, I reckon if you and, had a look at any kind of player in that bracket, though, they'd be very similar. Potentially. Yeah, potentially. But, I, I, yeah, for me, it's just... I, I think it's a body of work for some of the others. And I think some of the others around that price, I'll probably see a little more upside as well. Like For me, Petrarca's like in the same sort of... Is he in the same price bracket as Bond? Yeah. Yeah, where Bond just like pisses me off and like in terms of um you know, just in you know, the amount of kind of lower scores if you like that he has that are just sub a hundred and it's just for me it's just one that you might be all in on, but it's for me a one all avoid and you know what, if he goes on and averages hundred and twenty, then sure, pick him up later in the year. But fuck I'm not betting um I'm not betting on Petrarca doing that when I can pick some of the other guys around his price. Yeah, see, I think the, with the Petrarca now, I don't know if you, then you have to worry about that kind of Bont factor that you got as well, where Bont is clearly going to go sit forward like for large periods of the game where I think Petrarca will rest forward and just dominate as well. But look, I just think yeah. For, yeah, for that price, I think he's underpriced at 606. Yeah. I so think, I think he's at the, I think he's at the, already he's at the, the summit of the mountain. You know what I mean? Or is it the summit? Is it the summit at the top? He's not, he's definitely not there yet. 
fuck, I reckon he is. Like nah. grand final win, Norm Smith medal, his final series and everything where he was averaging, you know, 30 touches and a goal or two goals. Yeah, yeah. Was. and so they're, like, they're 160, 140 point games. And that's what Yeah, I'm yeah, doing. I know. So but I'm not sure how consistently if, he's going to do that. Now the, that if that's the summit, he can do that for a, a body of work for a, a consistent period of time. That's scary. Yeah, but I don't know if he can. Oh, look, and the one thing I'm that I and I will say the one thing that I, I think with Petrarca owners is everyone's going to crack the shits that they remember two three years ago when they kept waiting for him to break out and he couldn't do it. <laughs> he's 25 and built like a fucking animal. He's huge. Yeah, oh. Big quads. Like, big, big, big. Probably the only bloke bigger than me, to be honest. It's... <laughs> he, hey, I'll tell man. you the thing, because you, you're in such a rush to talk about Petrarca. I did have something interesting to say about Oliver too, mate. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. People that don't want to start with him, would you tell them that they're foolish? Yeah. Yep, yeah, okay. You know me, big stats man here, yeah, Corey. Yeah, here we go. We're going to get the first four games <laughs> of absolute caca, aren't we? Hey... Averages, all right, now yeah, just just hear me out, okay? What's the average over the last you know period of time? One hundred and twenty, yeah. right? Uh, last say forty-eight games, it's average one hundred and twenty-two. Round three, four, and five, and six, Corey. His highest scores against those teams are one hundred and twelve, one hundred and eighteen, one hundred and ten, one hundred and fifteen, right? His average against GWS, we've comes up against in round. Uh, five after seven games is 83.7 and against Essendon who he faces in round three which is the first game for league games averages 94.8 what I might be suggesting here Corey is that 672 potentially after that GWS game we could be looking at someone already at round six or seven at like 600k for someone like Clayton Oliver now depending on how fast some of these rookies get upgraded I actually don't hate the idea around trying to move to Oliver very, very quickly in rounds seven or eight because you want him in your team as quick as possible. Just start with what I'm suggesting. Ignore those stats; they don't matter. But what I'm suggesting, Corey, is that potentially, you know, within this period of five weeks, where two of them they don't count towards league games, right? And uh, it just. It just could get a little dicey there, and you know we could be looking at someone at five seventy instead of six seventy after six or seven weeks. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying I'm saying I'm starting with him. I'll write it, but it would not surprise me if people were just a little bit concerned, and maybe even the people will start writing in. I reckon after around six or seven, Corey, should we be trading Clayton all up? No. I mean we shouldn't be, but I'm just saying that when it comes to the fixtures. It, it's not favourable for him. Did you ever have a in the first little bit? Well, I assume the ball's still on the list. Is that guy still? Is, st- is he still in their best twenty-two? I don't know, Corey. No I don't. I don't. But the other thing is that these these guys play round one against the doggies, and I'm expecting some high scores from some players in that because that's going to be a great game Wednesday night. Yeah, and you know the thing is, like in round two, he plays. Gold Coast, who he averages 133 against, and he averages 109 against the Doggies. But there's but there's like a big drop off, like round three, four, five, which is the first three weeks of league head to heads. He averages 94 on his opponent, 101 on his opponent, and 83 on his opponent, with a top score on those three opponents after an aggregate of 19 games of 118. It's just 
slightly concerned. That's not, even, that, that's not even going to be enough of a drop, though, I don't reckon. Like, he's still... Right. Even with rookies, by round 8, round 9, you're not getting you're not getting 600k worth. Yeah, but you know what? Your, your players, like, you know, you might be starting, I don't know, your Rainers or your Constables. No, because if they're playing up. well enough to get you to, like, that rise, they, they, they'd still be going in your team, you know what I mean? You're not, yeah, but you're they not, could be at 350, yeah, 400 at that yeah, point. No, just pick... Okay. Pick Clayton Oliver and be done with it. No, no, no. That's as simple as I get. Use your money and get someone else. Just fucking start Clary. It is just, I'm just saying, bro. It's that simple. He's playing a bit of the devil's advocate, eh? There's, there's going to be some dicey sessions. Comes around three, four, and five. All right, anything else to add? Because I think we've done a pretty good job at dragging this out. Okay, yeah, that's true. All right, see you, mate. Oh, no, like, I don't, I don't, like, it's not long, but it was just No, like, I'm done, mate. No, I'm right. done. Fuck it. You'd be team. lucky if I come back to North. <laughs> a shit team to talk about. Hey, North might offer a bit to talk about, my friend. They won't, trust me. You think we, you think we skipped about 18 segments of the D's today, mate? We'll skip about 14 more on, on North. Hey, Atlantic statement, Corey. Oh, yeah, fuck, and DPP. <laughs> D's won't make the finals. That's super outlandish. Uh, D's are going back to back. Um, position change. We're even going to fuck around with that. I don't, I don't even care. Gorn, Gorn's going to get forward status. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I actually don't care. The first six weeks, they sit him at full forward. Returns to the ruck in round seven. Averages 130 for the rest of the year. We've all picked him up at 550. Max Gorn as a forward. For 550. Yeah, yeah we fucked. No good. All right, let us. I'm Marvin Boss myself at the Patreon, thepatreon.com forward slash SC Elites. Peace out and thank you for listening.